Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to Empower to Empower Others radio show. This is your host, Valerie Morell, and I'm excited that you're with me today. We're going to share with you a word of encouragement, a word of empowerment, a word to motivate you to live your best life life now. We want you to live life purposely. So get ready. Get ready. Get ready to receive all that we have for you today on Empower to Empower Others. Well, hello everyone and welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. This is your host, Valerie Burrell, grateful and thankful for another opportunity to come and share with you a word to motivate, inspire, and empower. Um, want to let you all know that we are praying for you. Uh, our intercessory team prays each Wednesday morning at 5 a.m. Eastern Time. Um, and we get several requests weekly um, from everywhere, people who have the need People are desiring things from God, people who are at their wit's end. And I want you to know that we are diligent to pray for you. Why? Because we know that prayer still works. Why? Because the the word of God lets us know that the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous avails much. And so you're not alone. That's the bottom line. You are not alone with whatever it is that you're facing in your life in this very moment. There are still people who are being confronted with COVID and the variant and job loss and financial woes. So many things are going on. Other health issues that are arising, relationships, children, educational systems, so many things. Crime in one area is is dominating. Um, there's so many things that's taking place, and people often get weary, but I want to encourage you before I even start the teaching on this week, don't get weary in well-doing, and I know that you might say, uh, Pastor Val, <laughs> I hear you loud and clear, but if, if, there's, if something doesn't change, you know, I don't know where I'm going to find myself. I, I hear the Lord, my brother and my sister, that keep holding on. Keep believing, keep trusting, um, because God God is true to his word. He always has been, and he always will be. So, again, know that we are praying for you. If you have prayer requests, please don't hesitate to send those in. Of course, find me on Facebook, Valerie Burrell, um, our ministry page, Empowerment Place Ministries. Is also on Facebook. My husband, Denny M. Burrell, is also there. Um, please send in your prayer requests, and we will 
topic this week is I promise. I promise. <laughs> I promise. How many times have you heard that? Somebody say to you, I promise. Or you said to someone else, I promise. I promise I'll do it. I promise I won't say anything. I promise I'm coming. I promise. I promise. I promise. We are. <laughs> Lord have mercy. If I could get a penny for every promise that was spoken to me by man that didn't manifest, I could be rich. But I know not to put my confidence in what in what words man speak and in man's actions. I know that I can only put my confidence in God. But I want us to consider this today, you know, I promise. Truthfully, how many times have you made a promise to someone that you didn't keep? And how many times has somebody made a promise to you that they didn't keep? And when that happens, whether you're on either side of that coin, it's not a good feeling. It's not a good feeling to be let down. And unless you're hard-hearted and don't care, generally you don't want to be a person that's constantly breaking promises to other people either because that speaks to your ethical being. That speaks to you being integral or not. And if you're constantly saying, I promise I'll do it, and you don't, I promise I'm coming, and you don't, you're always finding excuses as to why you're not doing what you said you would, that gets old. But I'm so glad. I am so, 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 so glad that when God makes me a promise, when God makes me a promise, a promise in his word, I don't have to worry about it. I don't. Because my brothers and sisters, when God makes us a promise, lip about it, he's not, he's not, uh, he's not, what's the word I want to use? He's not conditional with it. His promises are even unconditional. His promises are divine. They are committed. They are unequivocal. And he's faithful to his word, right? In Numbers chapter 23, verse 19, it reminds us that God is not a man that he should lie or a son of man that he should change his mind. Has he said and will, ah, has he said and will he not do it? Or has he spoken, and will he not fulfill it? God is a man that won't lie. His promises are true. And I love that. And and that was from the English Standard Version. The New Living Translation reads, the same scripture reads, God is not a man, so he does not lie. He is not human. So he does not change his mind. Has he ever spoken and failed to act? Has he ever promised and not carried it through? And if you know him like I know him, then you can say without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, God, God, God is God. He don't lie. He, He don't lie. 
he does not lie. And so, you know, the promises, y'all, the promises. His promises to us are many. But I want to ask if we are, if we're readily receiving what God has for us when he makes promises to us in the word, are we, are we faithful to the word like God is faithful to us? I mean, I'm just asking because there's so many promises in the word. You know, you can look at it, it, different commentaries and different sources, and one person, one, one commentary shows that there are 8,000 promises in the Bible. 8,000 promises in the Bible. Can you imagine? Now, this says that God will not lie. He's not a man that he would lie. But he's made us 8,000 promises in his word. Do we even know what those are? Have we stopped to consider what he's promised us? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I know to uh, those who are part of this ministry, we had this conversation um, some time ago about the promises of God. And Pastor Tori Lynn Adams um, enlightened us by sharing some of the promises that God has made us. But the key to all of that is that God's promises are always true. Like, it never changes. We can go to, uh, let's, let's do this one because this is powerful. Powerful. Romans chapter 1, verses 16 and 17 from the English Standard Version reads this way. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jews first and also to the Greeks. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith for faith, as it is written. One thing that God promised us is salvation. He promised salvation to all who believe in his son Jesus. And when we understand that salvation is free, there is no greater blessing to receive that promise. That promise of salvation, when, when he says when you believe and receive, so many things change in your life. Like, you surrender your will to the Father, grateful for what it is the Son of God has done, our big brother Jesus, and then to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit that dwells on the inside of us, that keeps us and guides us in all truth. What an amazing promise. What an amazing gift. Salvation. And then we can look at Romans 8.28. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. God is promising us that it's going to work out. If you are his and he is yours, it's going to work out. Now, somebody might say, Val, I've heard that promise and I stand on that word, but there are times in my life that things did not work out. Okay, go ahead and finish that statement. They didn't work out the way that you expected, but if God was in it, it worked out for your good. 
See, sometimes we feel like because it didn't work out the way that we expected, that God wasn't being true to us. See, this scripture says, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. All things. That's a promise. All things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. That thing that you're seeking God for in that moment. Is it a part of his purpose for your life? If it is, then know that it will work out for your good. It may not happen the way you expected it to, may not sound like, may not feel like, may not come in your timing, but all things work together for our good. For those who love God, for those who are called according to this purpose. Oh, I love this one too. God said that he would protect us. He'd comfort us, right? Second Corinthians chapter 1, verses 3 through 4. Blessed be the God, Father, and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercy and God of all comfort, who comforts us in our afflictions so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are given. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus, who comforts us in our afflictions. God has promised to comfort us, y'all. And in this hour, there are so many people that need to be comforted. So many people, as I stated, when I shared about our, our prayer and how we are praying for you, there are a lot of people hurting right now, a lot of people that need to be comforted. But if you go to the word of God, he's letting you know that he's promised to comfort you, who comforts us in all our affliction. Um, not yesterday's stuff, not just today's stuff, all stuff, all stuff. But the key to that and God being able to fulfill that promise is that you've got to be willing to surrender it to him. There are a lot of people who would prefer to hold on to the issue because in holding on to the issue, it allows them to get attention. <laughs> there are a lot of people that are self-seeking um, and attention-seeking and desiring to be in the forefront of everybody's thoughts. And so they're the ones who might say, well, God is not answering me and God is not comforting me but the truth may be that you're not allowing God to comfort you because you're not casting all your cares on him and he tells us he said give it to me cast your care on me because I care for you but if you're constantly holding on to your stuff and God is telling us in his word that he will comfort all of our afflictions. God is still desiring to stay true to his promise to you. But you've got to be willing to position yourself to receive. Oh, this is good stuff, Valerie. This is good. This is good. I love the word. I love it. I love it. Let's look at Philippians 1.6. And I am sure of this, 
that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. Let me read that to you again. That's good. And I am sure of this. This is a promise, y'all. That he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. What are you saying? What are you saying, Val? I'm saying this to you. God has promised to finish the work he started in us. He's going to finish it. A lot of times people say, I sense that God wants me to do this, and I sense that God wants me to do that, and God has called me to this, and I feel like this is my assignment, and this is his intent for my life. And um, I even had someone share with me today, I feel like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm in this transition, and I need to know what steps take. Just that, look, trust God. I heard this sometimes, sometime before, and they said that if God has purposed it, God will provide everything that you need to bring it to pass. Can I tell you that that is so true? If it's a part of what he's purposed for your life, even in the area of where's the provision, God is the provision for the promise. Oh, you better hear me. He is the provision for the promise. And if he's saying that he is going to fulfill what he said he was going to do, then trust and believe that he is going to do what he said he was going to do. If he's given you an assignment, if he's placed you in a sphere of influence, if he's anointed you to do a work, and sometimes that work might seem bigger than what you can see with your natural eye, that assignment may seem too, too big, too, too big. But guess what? If you trust God and allow him to be God, he will give you provision for the promise. Oh, God, I thank you. He promised to supply our every need. What does Matthew 6.33 tells us? When you seek first, but seek ye first, the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all these things will be added unto you. He's supplying our every need. He has promised to supply our every need. Even Philippians 4.19 says, And my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. He will supply every need. That, that doesn't mean you're going to get everything you want. So go ahead and, and go ahead and let that go. Go ahead, because somebody in, in their mind, they started a, a like they started a list like they would a honeydew. Honey do this, honey do that, honey do this, honey do that. No, 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 no. God doesn't mean it doesn't mean that He's gonna give you everything you want, but He's gonna give you everything that you need. Everything you need will be made manifest to you. Everything. Everything. And how do we know that? Matthew 6.26 says to us, look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more valuable than they? See, the promises of God, 
are to reassure us that we are never alone. We are never forsaken. The word lets us know. He said, I will never leave you, nor will I forsake you. The word lets us know that his promises are true. Oh, my God. His promises to us. Why? Because he's not a man that he would lie. He doesn't lie to us, y'all. But he wants us to understand that he wants you to have life and life abundant, right? When Jesus came on the scene, John 10, 10 lets us know this, that the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, I came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. That's a promise that our big brother Jesus in giving his life on Calvary's cross, but on the third day getting up with all power in his hands. He's like, I did this for you. You can have abundant life by receiving me. I can bring fulfillment to you. When you abide in me and my word abide in you, it can happen for you. It can happen for you. And then this one, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna close with this one. In Second Corinthians one, verse twenty, it reads this way: For all, hear me. For all the promises of God find their yes. That is why it is through Him that we utter our amen to God for His glory. You've heard it before. All the promises of God are yea and amen. All the promises, whether you're reading a commentary that reveals 8,000 promises or 7,000 promises or 3,000 promises, or you read someone else's commentary and they only highlight 52 of the promises, it doesn't matter what number of promises you're able to locate in the word. The fact of the matter is that every promise is true because the word of God is true. The word of God given to us, inspired by God, written by holy men, the word of God is true. The promises of God are true. And if you're finding yourself in a space and place where you feel like God has broken a promise to you, I read this to you at the beginning. God is not a man that he should lie, or a son of man that he should change his mind. Has he said, and he will not do it, or has he spoken, and he will not fulfill it? God is God. He's not going to change his mind, and he's not going to lie. He gonna, he's not going to be like your best friend that will promise you the world. He's not going to be like that 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 uh, that significant other that's trying to get on your good side and promise you the world. And don't have a world to give you. You know, God is not like that. He has made promises to us. And he desires to fulfill every one of those promises to us. But I hear him say to us today to position ourselves in such a way 
that the promises can be made manifest in our lives. And you might say, well, Apostle Val, what does that even mean? It means that if God said he'll do it, then you got to trust him. It means that if he spoke it, leave it right there. He doesn't need your extra help. He doesn't need your um, unsolicited input. He doesn't need you to go and try to fix it uh, in the back door instead of him letting him letting him build a whole new door for you. It, it's not that he needs you to start new construction uh, when he's trying to just open up a window. See, a lot of times we don't see the manifestation of the promise from God because we feel like we got to fix it ourselves. Oh, Valerie, who are you talking to? He don't need your help to fix it. God does not need your help. He only needs your obedience. He only needs your obedience. Obey the word. Don't get weary in your process. Don't get discouraged. And I know that things are challenging for all of us. But let's just stand on the word of God today. Let's believe what he said. Focus, even in our prayer, the word says, make your petition known unto God. Pray, believing that you receive that which you ask. Pray, believing. And you prayed it today, and it didn't happen the next day. God heard you. Trust me, he did. He heard you. Maybe the answer isn't instant. Maybe the manifestation of the promise doesn't come overnight, but he heard you, and he's working on your behalf. He always has. That's why he sent Jesus here for us. He gave his only begotten son for you. If that's not commitment enough, what else are you looking for? His promises are true. He promised to love us. With a never failing love. Never failing love. He promised us oh, so much. And he just wanted to remind us today that he's with you always. Even until the end of the earth, he's with you. He's promised to give you eternal life in Christ. He's with you. He's with us, y'all. So let's just hold on to the word of God, steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the word of God, knowing that our labor is not of shame. Let us be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, not being moved. Let's endure like good soldiers to wait for the manifestation of the promise of God, because it will come. Think about the song. He's an on-time God. Yes, he is. He's an on-time God. Yes, he is. So I'd rather say he may not come when you want him, but he'll be there right on time. He is an on-time God. Yes, he is. And because he is on time, his promises, the manifestation of his promises are always going to be on time. They're going to be on time. Trust him today. Believe his word today. And know that his promises for you and still, yay and amen.
pray that this message has been a blessing to you as much as it has been to me. If you desire more information about Empowerment Place Ministries, please visit our website at www.theempowermentplace.org. We love you. Until next time, be blessed and do yourself a favor. Do something today to empower yourself. But once you've been empowered, it's ability to empower someone else. God bless you. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.